All right, hello and welcome to another episode of Couple of Sixes. Not gonna lie, it's kind of been a while, but we're back now. Yeah, it's finals week. After this, we're gonna have a break, nothing but sports, and we'll be able to get right back into it. Most definitely. Expect more frequent uploads, actually, than like we used to. They'll be at least bi weekly. Or not. Yeah. Wait, I don't know what I meant by that. Twice Two a times week. a week. Twice a week. Twice yeah, a week, yeah. Yeah. Bi weekly is every other week. All right. Anyway. We've missed a lot. We The last one we made was like week four, week five. We've officially got to the point where teams are getting eliminated from playoff contention. Teams are clinching playoff berths, and this is officially the part of the season where we get to see. All right, I think his app crashed again, which it crashed earlier, so we just restarted the pod, but we're already too far into it. Anyway, so yeah, we're getting to the point of the season where determined, like, we're really able to determine what's going to happen with these teams. Oh, look, you're back. Yeah, I'm back. My, this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just anyway. yeah, saying we're, we're getting to the point where we could like determine where the teams are going to fall. Exactly. And these last four games for each team, we get to see some teams that have been in the playoffs all year potentially fall out of it. And some teams that started off very slow work their way back as one example I'm going to use is the Lions. They started off one and six and they have worked their way back in. Uh, they got, they, they started gelling. Their defense was went from the, one of the worst in the league to one of the better, not one of the better, but one of the more average defenses in the league. They got one of their best offensive weapons back and they're six and seven, but they can make a playoff push. Yeah, I saw, I don't know, I don't know when I saw the stat, but it was like they won five out of their last six games. Yeah, yeah, that's current, that's current. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they've been doing well, man, I'm telling you. And like, especially last week, the the win against the Vikings, that was a pretty good win. I don't know exactly what went into that. I feel like there was some, like, it wasn't as valid. But I mean, it's still the Vikings, you beat the Vikings. Yeah, they they uh, they had a lead and the Vikings started chipping at it, but it was too low, too late. And the Lions just they didn't even get like Jameis Williamson involved a lot, and it was just a good performance from everybody, including Jared Goff, who everyone was questionable about. Everyone wanted to replace going into the off season, but he's making a case to say, I personally wouldn't keep him, mainly because his contract is like too much for someone of his caliber. But he could get them to the playoffs and potentially win them a playoff game. He's th- good enough. Yeah, I definitely agree. And that's that's one spot that the Lions do have to work on is that QB spot. They're, they got other good weapons, really run the offense and stuff. Their defense is good. So if they put in that essential like QB spot, then I think we'll see something good out of them. However, they should be getting a top six or seven pick from the Rams. And there are there is going to be a good QB there, whether it be Will Levis or Anthony Richardson or two like project quarterbacks. However, the Lions probably should go defense, as defense still is one of their 
weaker points and this uh, draft class, other than Bryce Young and Zita Stroud, its strong point is the defensive players like Will Anderson and Jalen Carter. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But I don't know. I feel like defense is something that you can pick up, but it's not like, obviously, your quarterback's like the most essential person. So if they can find someone who's like really suitable for the team, I think they should jump on that. If not, I agree. Keep going defense. If one of Will Levis or Anthony Richardson does keep falling, they do have the assets to trade up uh, like they did last year. But that's sort of like a gamble. And instead of taking that gamble, they could just continue to build around your golf until they want to dump off. Dump him off. Yeah. However, I don't know, though, there I isn't like... going to be. You go, you go. Okay. If no, if they're making it far with Jared Goff, I feel like there's not enough room to rebuild and get that quarterback spot ready to be filled, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. they're not going to have good enough picks to then be able to replace him. They could make a trade, though, but it wouldn't be for like. They would have to trade some of their first round draft picks. Yeah. They would have to trade some of their or first round draft picks. The Lions are one of those teams. The Lions are one of those teams that have really built through the draft, had success through their young players. And it's sort of been like a culture change. So that's not really a move I see them wanting to make. That's fair. However, we'll all just talk about the Lions. That means that if they do make the playoffs, one of these NFC East teams are going to have to miss the playoffs. Now, as it stands, all the NFC East teams are currently in the playoffs. So the Eagles being the one seed, Cowboys being the five seed, Commanders being the six seed, and Giants being the seven seed. Um, which one of these teams, if any, do you think will miss the playoffs? You know, I don't know, to be honest. Because, like, of course you would say the Giants, because they have the worst record. But... I don't know. That team, they came out really strong during the beginning of the year. I mean, I don't know whether you say they kind of got figured out or what, but I feel like they do still have some potential there that they could still make the playoffs. The Giants, so if it's not them, then I don't know. The Giants' remaining schedule is the Commanders, Eagles, uh, Vikings, and Colts, and the Commanders' remaining schedule is the Giants, 49ers, Browns, and Cowboys. So I mean, the they're both, they both kind of have they, tough schedules, to be honest. Yes, the Eagles and Vikings are, I think, a little bit tougher. No, the 49ers and Cowboys are definitely tougher than the Eagles and um, Vikings. However, I think... Um, I don't know what he thinks, but his app crashed, most likely. Um, I think what he was going to say is something about winning over the Colts. I think that's definitely a win that they can get. Um, I, yeah, uh, I'm back. I I, I heard you. I heard you speaking. I definitely do think uh, the Giants can beat the Colts. It's a winnable game. And I think uh, if the Giants really do deserve to be in the playoffs, they have to win that game and they have to like prove themselves. Because with yeah, they that got, tie, they got what, how many games left? Four? It, uh, four, four, four. Yeah. Wait. So, 
Yeah, four. one secured win out of those four is honestly that's good because that like kind of gives you a good advantage. Well, with the Giants and Commanders playing each other this upcoming week, the loser is pretty much going to be at a very big disadvantage considering that the both teams have the same strength of schedule pretty much coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's getting to that point in the season. I'm telling you, playoff football is going to be exciting. The Lions are one team we've talked about a lot, potentially make the playoffs, but there are other teams in the hunt, which include the Seahawks and potentially the Packers. Do you see either the Seahawks or the Packers making a late push? Honestly, even as a Packers fan, I say no. Because, I don't know, I just, when you watch the team, everything is sloppy. It just, it doesn't look good. Even if they get the wins, if they do, it's still not, like, it's not good. And they won't make it deep at all, even if they do make it. And that's a Packers fan saying that. Then the Seahawks... Okay, go ahead. I think the 49ers really exposed the Seahawks' weaknesses, and that is uh, their inability to create plays in the open field. Uh, DK and Tyler Lockett can get open, but there's been, like, compilations where Tyler Lockett, he'll make a big play, but he'll just go down. He'll, like, avoid trying to make uh, – he'll try to avoid contact. And then we saw yesterday – the running backs just they would be given checkdowns and they could never get the first down. They could never get past the linebackers. Granted, the 49ers do have the best linebacker duo in the league, but when in the NFC you have teams like the Niners, you have teams like the Rams who have great linebackers with Bobby Wagner, you have teams like the Cowboys who have a great linebacker, Michael Parsons. I just don't even if they do sneak in, I don't see them I see them actually getting blown out in the first round. Yeah. Um, With the Seahawks, I feel like at the beginning of the season, it was led mainly by Geno doing really good. And not going to lie, I haven't heard much talk of him recently. Like, he's not playing to the caliber he used to be. They've had, like, one win in the past, I want to say, five games. So he's sort of calmed down, cooled down. Yeah, which still... I mean, that's kind of expected as like a quarterback of his story, I guess you could say. Like, it's not mm-hmm. predicted that he's just going to go and then he's going to be the best forever. They still should like the Broncos right now are projected to give the Seahawks the second overall pick. They still shouldn't draft a quarterback. Like, they should stick no. with Gino. Gino's been good. Yeah, Gino. Yeah, and they should. It's the defense that's been like really not being able to hold up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even with Gino not doing the best, say he was doing, like, really, really bad, there's still, like, potential for that team, even with him. So I think you're right with that defensive end that they have to to keep working over there. And especially with it being their, if they were to draft a quarterback, it'd be their third quarterback in three years. That's not good for the locker room. That's not good. (laughs) Yeah, that's a bad look. It's the same thing with the Colts and the Broncos over the past couple of years. It it doesn't work. You need to give quarterbacks time with the locker room. You can't just expect them to come in and have the whole team respect them and want to play for them. Yeah, I agree.
So that's what the NFC playoff picture looks like. The Eagles and 49ers have already clinched. The 49ers could potentially... Uh, they're the three-seater now. They could potentially jump the Vikings if the Vikings were to lose to the, the Lions again or even the Giants. And they could maybe catch up to the Eagles if the Eagles could skid a little because the Eagles have a hard schedule coming up with some of their divisional games. And I predicted the Niners to make playoffs. However, I predicted that when Trey Lance was the starter. Right now, it's the last pick of the draft, Brock Purdy, because both Jimmy G hey, and Trey Lance got hurt. Him. I I think he's all right. He's I mean, good he enough to nowhere. He's good enough to win them games. However, I think in the playoffs. If they were to go against the Cowboys or the Eagles, Brock Purdy might have a difficult time. <laughs> you might be right about that one. Those are two of the four best defenses in the league. And then hey, if the, look, even if they look do, what he did to Tom Brady first game popped out. Well, he did to the Bucks defense, who is a shell of themselves. Okay, but it's still Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady's gonna make the playoffs with a losing record, and I'm gonna be sick. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what's going on with them there. Like, uh, I don't even want to talk about that division. That division is so. <sighs> we should just talk about the AFC now, which is featured by the Bills, Chiefs, Titans, and Bengals. Now, many people in the league think that the Bills, Chiefs, and Bengals who are the top three seeds are now, have the three best QBs in the league in Josh Allen, Patrick Holmes, and Joe Burrow. Do you think any QB is on the same level or better than those three? Honestly, at this point, no. Because at, there, there was at one point that whole, like, to a train that people are on, and... That really went nowhere. Like you were on that honest, train. You were you were on that I, train. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I was on that train too. But dude, recently he has not been doing well. Like it it hasn't been well. So I don't know. I don't see I, much potential for Tua to be up there. I texted you every week. Very strong three. I texted you every week saying Tua is a fraud. Tua sucks. Send you clips of him okay. throwing balls. He look. It's just been the past few weeks. Not really. It's been like half the season. But I have hope for him. I have hope. He's back. I don't even think two is so obviously in that two there was a two versus Herbert narrative uh debate, right? Which two is still better, but because they're in the same draft class. Okay. That's wrong, first of all. I don't even think Tua is the top three quarterback from that draft class. Because okay, in that draft serious? class, Burrow, Herbert, and then my MVP, Jalen Hurts. <sighs> Jalen Hurts, you're right. I mean, Jalen Hurts is up there. I don't think he's better than any of the three, but... <laughs> I, I think, think yeah, he's like a very close fourth. I think Hertz is top five. I mean, yeah, look at 
okay, not only look at him himself, but look at what he's done for the team. The team it was is everyone's saying, oh, the team's so good. The team's basically the same team as last year. Just they replaced Jalen Ritter with AJ Brown, and Hurts just took a massive step. I yeah, mean, he, yeah, he the like front office yeah. great. The front office did a great job in building around him, but that's only because they thought he would be the guy. And there's this one TikToker that I watch that he's been a Jalen Hurts fan since, like, Alabama. And every single year since Alabama, he's kept getting better and better and better and better. And he predicted that Jalen Hurts would play at MVP level. And if that were to happen, the Eagles would probably make the Super Bowl. And now Jalen Hurts is playing at the MVP level. And because of how good the roster is around him, they're probably going to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, this this is a team that I see having, like, a very, very good future. Like, I don't feel like it's some type of, like, Bengals thing that, like, they make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, obviously the Bengals are still good, but I feel like this is going to be a strong team for a while with Jalen Hurts. I don't. Why not? I feel like they're going to overpay Hurts. I feel like with the way the market's going and the need, first of all, Lamar's contract is going to be insane. But I feel like it hurts this year if he makes the Super Bowl. He's going to ask for more money than Lamar did, which means with you already paying A.J. Brown and then you having to pay A.J. Uh, and then you having to pay Hurts, they're not going to be able to pay their interior defensive lineman, uh, Jordan Davis. They're not going to be able to pay their other wide receivers, Devontae Smith, or even, like, repay uh, their cornerbacks, like a big play Slay or James Bradbury. Uh, like, with you giving that much money to a quarterback, which he will deserve it, actually. See, I don't know if he'll deserve it because, yes, I think he's really good, but he's probably going to demand to be the most paid quarterback in the league. And... I don't know if he's the best quarterback in the league. So when you're paying someone that much money, not be like otherworldly, it kind of hinders the rest of your team. Okay, but look, here's the thing. I feel like as like an NFL player, you kind of come to the realization that, yeah, I mean, money is great, but actually, never mind, I retract my statement. Because the only quarterback who's say- ever done that is Tom Brady. The only quarterback yeah. who's ever done that is Tom well, Brady. and look at how it worked out for him. But <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I feel like as a quarterback, you should be able to put yourself, like, kind of behind. You're still making crazy money, but it's not like your your future's over when you take that cash out. Yeah. Like, when you let the team have cash space, when you let all that happen, then you kind of get to the point where your team is going to get better around you, and you have a longer future. A.K.A. the Tom Brady Patriots. Exactly. I don't but know. I feel the like Eagles, stupid, so... That most of them are just bag chasers. But... Because <laughs> we've seen... I think Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl on his rookie contract. Um, Joe Burrow made the Super Bowl last year on his rookie contract. Basically, in order to win a Super Bowl, you either have to have a really good quarterback on a cheap contract, 
basically Tom Brady on a cheap, not cheap, but cheap for who Tom Brady was, or like a really young quarterback and cheap contract, or you have to go all in, balls to the wall. Like we've seen some teams like the Rams, they went all in. Now look at them. Absolutely horrendous. We saw the, um, I mean, it's saw... like the Nets in basketball. Like what happened there? They all crumbled. Exactly. They assembled this whole team, and spent like much, much more than they should have, and now the team sucks. Yeah. Well, they're all right. The team's feeling good right now. They 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 yeah. looked bad for a while, but they're back on the right path. Exactly. But I so either I think with the way the trend's been going, I think it's either going to be a quarterback on a cheap contract. Has Burrow got paid yet? I don't think Burrow's got paid yet. So I think it's probably going to be like the Bengals or the Eagles, someone on a cheap contract where the rest of the team is good around them because the quarterback's on a cheap contract. Or it's going to be uh, a team like the Cowboys who have gone all in on getting Dak as much help as possible. Actually, they traded away Amari Cooper. But with C.D. Lamb, Zeke, Tony Pollard, uh, Michael Gallup, and the O-line, which has been pretty injured. But it, the O-line should be back for the time of the playoffs, potentially getting Odell for the playoffs, or at least Jerry Jones thinks they're going to get Odell for the playoffs. And then you have Micah Parsons, the Marcus Lawrence, uh, Trayvon Diggs, like just so much talent that it doesn't matter that Dak's on such a big contract. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the thing about Zeke, which this is a whole other, whole other discussion, but I don't think Zeke is good anymore. I think he's lost, but that's a whole other story, and we don't have to get into that. Well, they do, so most people think he's washed, but the problem is the Cowboys paid him a lot, so they're going to like keep giving him touches like he's a running back that deserves that much money, because they don't want to admit that they were wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the whole Cowboys like organization is kind of flawed, but it's like when NFL teams draft players in the first round and they don't end up working, but they just refuse to trade them because they don't want to refuse that they made the, they don't want to um admit that they made admit the right draft, made the, yeah. they made the wrong draft pick. It's like yeah. sometimes you just got to admit that you made a mistake, but NFL teams aren't capable of that because they they just want to justify everything they do. I mean, here's the sad thing, is at the end of the day, everything goes back to money. They all just want money. The NFL's a business, and that's all it is. Yeah, like, like, even what we said about Jalen Hurts, like, the quarterbacks, they're in there for the money. They don't care about the organization. chase the bag. Yeah. I mean... The Eagles don't want to pay him. Someone will pay him. (laughs) Yeah. Get him on the Lions. No, that would be really bad. God. That you're going into, like, 50 years debt if you do that. There was actual, there was actually talks about, like, before the season started, about uh, Joe and Hurts potentially, like, the Eagles potentially trading for a quarterback and moving Jalen Hurts. And one of the teams that they could have moved Jalen Hurts to would have been the Lions. Mm Mm-hmm. That would, that, would mean, just, that would mess up their 
cap space and stuff, right? Yeah, that would fuck them up. <laughs> Especially the way they're going. I don't think yeah. you want to do that while you're, like, rebuilding and stuff. While you're already on the way up. Yeah. Um. But, so, back to the NFC. We just wanted a little Eagles rant. Um. So, the, the four division winners right now, as it stands, should be... I'm, I'm predicting it's going to be the Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, and Titans. And then the wildcard teams look like they might be the Ravens, Dolphins, and either Patriots or Jets. Yeah, uh, I mean, but there's... What? No. Another team that might sneak in is the Chargers and even the... Uh, no, I think it's just the Chargers, yeah. So I think those are the four teams that are fighting for the three wild... Five teams fighting for the three wild card spots. Alright. Sorry. I was, like, reading something. Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. The Titans are one of these teams that kind of, like, surprised us this season. We didn't really think they were going to be all too good. I mean, they I thought had they were potential... going to win the division. I thought they were going to win the division, but I thought it was going to be, like, Bad division winner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that at the beginning of the season. But, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Titans, it's not too surprising now, but mm-hmm. it's one of those teams that kind of, like, we didn't really expect. If that makes sense. It doesn't really yeah. make sense. But we, we all expected the Ravens, Bengals, Bills, and Chiefs, though. That was pretty. I expected the Chiefs, yeah. at least. I expected the Chargers to win the division. But I always expected the Chiefs to be, like, the five seed, the six seed. Yeah, I agree. I was wrong about a lot, though. Like, I expected the playoffs to look like... I still expected the Bills, Bengals, Chiefs, and Titans to all make it. But I, instead of the Ravens, Dolphins, and Patriots, I expected it to be the Chargers, Broncos... And Ravens, and I was so awfully Dude, I remember your Super Bowl predictions had the 49ers in it, like. Are the 49ers not the three seed right now in the NFC? Okay, no, but that was the Trey Lance 49ers. And then the Trey Lance 49ers like... got two games together before he had a season-ending <laughs> injury. Okay, yes, but like. And then Jimmy G. I'm I'm not going to be able to get my, yeah. I'm not going to get out of this hole, so. Jimmy Garoppolo proceeded to single-handedly lose them a game by running out of the back of the end zone and then throwing a pick six. You're also at Tampa, I think. Which, that's like the most fraudulent playoff team right now. I'm thinking, like, in my opinion. Tampa is going to be the four seed, so whoever is the five seed is going to... Well, okay, no, because Tampa's going to have home field advantage, and it's going to be such BS, because the Cowboys are going to walk into Tampa and uh, get absolutely smacked around in the first round. Dude, everyone's going to be wondering... Yeah. Everyone's going to be wondering how Tom Brady... And then... No, because I see it now. The Vikings are going to be the two seed... And they're gonna lose to the seven seed Lions or something, and everyone's gonna be wondering how Tom Brady gets to host the Lions in the second round of the playoffs. 
Dude, if Tampa gets home field advantage any, it's just an automatic win. It's, I, I'm I telling already you, sense it, just, it. it is. Because the fans, too, dude. I'm telling like the fans will just smack you around. I'm already sensing it. Like, the Tom Brady's going to somehow beat the Cowboys and then somehow get to play the Lions. Like, it's... I hate it. And I hate it that he might make it far in these playoffs. Because, okay, it's his last season, yada, yada. It might be his last season, yada, yada, yada. Go away. You in no way, shape, or form deserve to be a Super Bowl team this year. It's been his last season for 10 years. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. However, I do think the winner of the Super Bowl will come from the AFC. I think it's either going to be one of those three teams, the Chiefs, Bills, or Bengals. Mm-hmm. But I don't think those three teams will be like the AFC Championship game. I think the Ravens might make the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Because the Ravens fair. are one of those teams where when they get hot, they're you can't stop them. And I think in their first round, if they go against the Titans, which I think might be... No. They'll probably go against the Bengals, which that's a divisional game. And divisional games are really up in the air. Like, the, those go either way. Like, the better team in divisional games can lose depending on the coaching. And I think Jim Harbaugh is much better coach than Zach Taylor. I don't know too much about the coaches, so I can't Zach really give you my opinion on that. Zach Taylor deserves to be fired. Um, it's um, I'm about to relate this to basketball real quick. It's like Bud from the coach of the Bucks. He was a horrible coach, and I still don't think he's a good coach. But because Giannis won the finals, they will never fire him. But he doesn't deserve it. Like his team is so good that they're winning in spite of him. So they'll never fire him. And yeah. that's what the Bengals are with Zach Taylor. Um, okay, so I'm not going to lie. I think we should wrap the podcast up here. It's been a good yes. half hour. Um, we'll definitely be back, as we said, that that uh, break's coming up. So yeah. we'll see you guys. This episode, we talked about the playoffs. Next episode, we'll probably talk about tanking teams and what their future looks like. And we'll, as we get closer to the playoffs, we're probably going to stop doing weekly reviews and just talk more about the NFL in general. Yeah. And expect some basketball, too, because I've been tapped into the basketball season. And I also like have been tapped into the basketball bit. season. It's been very interesting in the West so far. The Nuggets, the Pelicans, Justin's favorite team, the Grizzlies. <laughs> Second favorite. Well, yeah, favorite. I'm no longer and a Nets fan. He's a bandwagon. And then the East, you have our friends Verity and the Celtics, and he's going to be unbearable, and I hate it. Yeah. But, yeah, this seems like a good place to end the podcast. And we'll see you later this week. Most definitely. Bye.